0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. They may have struggled their first few games, but the Bears dominated the Washington Commanders in last night's game, 40-20. to
1: Corners tight. Snap back to Fields. Fields looking, now throwing. Got open, man. D.J. Moore. End zone. Touchdown! Touchdown, Bears. Snap to Fields. Roch on the back. Gonna throw. Left side of the end zone. Up in the air. Contested catch. Touchdown, D.J. Right, Snapfield stares down the left side. Pass is cut by Moore. Down the sideline And nothing but green grass. He is gone, baby
0: Fans had a reason to celebrate last night, but during the team's first three losses this season, Bars across town have felt the pinch and resorted to great lengths to get customers in their doors. Ashok Selvam, editor of Eater Chicago, has been following this trend, and he joins us now in studio. Hey, Ashok, good to see you.
2: Happy Vickery Friday, folks.
0: (laughs) So we're going to get into food recommendations in in a few minutes here. But uh, first, we have to talk about the trend that you have been paying close attention to. Talk to us more about what you've heard from bars and how much business they've lost during that slump in the Bears' performance,
2: well, bars are always looking to lure customers, and uh, it's it's kind of. Uh, interesting in Chicago because we're so such a town that's known to supporting bars. You know, during the pandemic, it was really kind of depressing when uh, the state uh, mandates uh, during COVID uh, forced folks to kind of uh, stay away from restaurants and, and bars. And we had all, all those to go cocktails and all that kind of uh, those pivots to try to make sure that the uh, the bar industry could could continue. But it was uh, just because uh, those restrictions have been lifted doesn't mean the the bars are still not feeling the hurt.
0: Mm. So, what are they doing exactly to, to lure fans in the in the doors? And how is this gimmick going for fans? Are they are they buying it?
2: Well, there's a there's a bar in Lincoln Square, the Clutter Ring Pub. It's an Irish pub that's been uh, around for more than three decades, and uh, they were kind of taking uh, notice of a gimmick in Milwaukee where they said they promised free food and drink for customers if uh, the New York Jets uh, won a game started by former Green Bay Packer quarterback Aaron Rodgers hmm. and the 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 bar owners in in Chicago kind of looked at that and uh, the uh, the one in Lincoln Square said well the bears are really bad I need some help. So let's copy this and uh, apply this to Chicago. And last week, uh, they made a lot of headlines. They uh, made a promise via social media with an Instagram post. If uh, the Bears, uh, if the Bears win, then that's they, they're so happy. Like let's guarantee that that victory. Uh, but if the Bears lose, uh, they will pay everyone's tab, and that amounted to five thousand dollars. Oh my goodness! And that's a bar that does not uh, serve food. So so,
0: this is helping these bars. Well, that's you know,
2: now uh, like, we're, we're talking. We're talking about it right <laughs> now, right? We're talking about the Clutter Ring Pub. True, and uh, that's that's a victory. You know, like I, I talked to a couple of uh, publicists that work with bars, and they said, well, you know, at, at first, my like, the headlines are nice, but what's how's that going to sustain? Is that going to bring customers into the door? What is this bar known for? I mean, I had to look up. I didn't even know they didn't serve food. And that's what's really going to build the bridge and establish regulars and uh make that a destination. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, the publicists, of course, they have their agenda. They want folks to sign up and, you know, they want their they want to work. Uh, some some restaurant owners that aren't really into he- uh, heavy into the the publicity uh, side of things they were they applauded it they said that uh, this was good advertising this was this was fun this is out of the box but there is they remain skeptical will this uh, result in repeat customers you can get them through the door but you know well, let's see uh, you know in a couple weeks and uh, w- what happens
0: mm-hmm. yeah and, and let's be fair to the bears right there are only four games into the season so I'm wondering if restaurant owners have talked about whether they plan to continue these discounts throughout the season, especially if, if what if they keep winning?
2: Yeah, well, if they win, then there's more customers. Uh, one bar owner uh, told me that the Bears have the potential impact of increasing business by three times during the the uh, oh, wow. during the game. And uh, happy fans always spend more than sad fans. That is and, true. and there was a lot of sadness. It wasn't just how the Bears, like just the Bears record, it was just like, just everyone was really depressed that we was a sports fan. That's why I could not watch them because, you know, I like, I like my days to be a little bit easier and not to be you know dependent on sports. Right.
0: So when we think of food, what comes to mind for you when you think of football food?
2: You know, I don't think there's a more perfect tailgate food than tavern style pizza.
0: Mm. You know, I love tavern style pizza Yeah,
2: because uh, sports is a a something that you don't want to be weighed down by one single item. You know, you don't want to be gnawing on like a a two foot sub. You don't want to, you know, deep dish. I like it. But some people need the fork and knife, you know, but, you know, sports (laughs) isn't just a fork and knife type thing. Uh, You want two hands, you know, maybe one with a drink or one with a a kid and the other hand free to to nosh as many pizza pieces of pizza as you can uh, kind of, uh, you know, Enjoy.
0: Yeah, I love wings, too. But Chicago, I know, is well known for being a hot dog city. Uh, I've heard there are a lot of great places around town, for one, including the original Maxwell Street. Where do you like to get your, your dogs?
2: Well, Maxwell Street, you know, you got to have the onions. You got to have the, the jalapenos. It has to be charred uh gyms which has two locations you know the original on maxwell street which is no longer a a, a late night haunt because the city uh, reduced its hours that's that's classic um of course that's to go you know they're not they don't have screens there or anything like that and mm-hmm. there's a, a a newer location uh, near logan square uh just like kind of the aroma of the onions it's kind of like it's a very cartoon looney tune type thing it just lures you in uh the sizzle of the grill uh that's that's strong for maxwell street dogs uh Lately, uh Red Hot Ranch, which is uh which has two locations and one on the south side mm-hmm. where they're known as uh thirty fifth street dogs near uh, Sox Park, uh they have a really solid kind of depression style dog, which means it doesn't have all the uh dragged through the garden, just has uh, minimalist the relish and the uh the mustard and uh you know, and it, it the fries are stuffed in. Yes. That's 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 uh, really really nice. And and are burgers. Uh, you no, know, I was lured to the show on the promise that we'd be talking about burgers, and I was all excited to talk <laughs> oh, about. we're going uh, talk about them. red hot ranch. <laughs> we're, uh, we're
0: getting there. Yeah, you're you're setting this up quite nicely, Ashok. Uh, but before we do that, I want to talk about wings real quick because I am a real big fan, and I want to know your best spot in Chicago for let's say hot wings.
2: Well. If there's one thing that, you know, when I'm, when I'm finished with my Eater Chicago career, it's the work that I've put into my hot wing map. And we've updated that for five years. Uh, hot wings, I think the when it comes to like kind of the, the buffalo style, which is, uh, you know, the, the orange sauce, the spicy one with the tang and the vinegar. Uh, right now, I really love Beck's uh bex is a, a bar in Lincoln Park, and they have another uh location called Toons in Lakeview, which is a little bit more well known uh bex was uh is next to Pequods, mm-hmm. which it makes a little cameo in in the bear uh their wings are so solid uh it's a Kansas City Chief's bar which is funny enough, but it's a great place to uh, catch the game. It's got a little patio, uh, uh. and the wings are, are super solid. Uh, Chicago's a great town for wings in general. They just, they're just not about the uh, the tangy buffalo wing. There's a lot of Asian style. Actually, a little-known fact, we are the inventor of the lollipop wing You know, over in Albany Park. The lollipop Park. wing? Yeah, where, when the wing is kind of with a bigger piece of chicken, it's kind of hacked off, ah. and then you get that sticky kind of Chinese-Korean taste, which okay. is really popularized at Great Sea Restaurant in Albany Park. Uh, but we're known for that. And that's, you know, wings are really amazing because they really do uh, apply to all sorts of cultures and all mm-hmm. sorts of tastes. Uh, vegans, they had, like, you know, you could just skewer some tofu and fry that and slide <laughs> that with sauce and folks are happy.
0: Well, I, so we'll, we'll leave it there. That's some great recommendations. I've written them all down. Ashok Selvin Ashok is the editor of Eater Chicago. Thank you for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. All right. Speaking of football foods, we recently asked our listeners on X, formerly known as Twitter, what their favorite burger place was around town. And you delivered. There's Little Bad Wolf in Andersonville, Small Cheval in Old Town and Wicker and top notch beef burgers on the south side. But one spot reigned above the rest. And we're going to turn to them now. You've already heard the name. Here is Jeff Greenfield, who's owner of Red Hot Ranch. Hey, Jeff.
1: Hey, how are you, Sasha?
0: Doing well. Thank you so much for, for stopping by here. Uh, you started Red Hot Ranch back in 2005, I hear, and you started out with hot dogs. So what were you trying well, to do yeah. differently then?
1: You know, actually, in 2005, we opened up 35th Street Red Hots on the south side near Guaranteed Rate Field, and it was uh, a depression dog uh restaurant we wanted to bring back the depression dog because slowly but surely all these places were going out of business and we thought it was such a great product with fresh cut fries that we wanted to you know keep it alive and we opened there in 2005 then we opened in 2009 on the north side with the red Hat, the first red Hat ranch on mm-hmm. western avenue and um and then after the end we were very successful with our products and and then we were offered um, a location in Lakeview for the Red Hot Ranch at Ashland and Dairy, but we wanted to put burgers on the menu as well because, as much as we like hot dogs, we recognized Chicago is a burger crazy town.
0: They are. <laughs> yeah, so you started so. you started serving burgers in 2013. Then so so, I mean, it it I guess it was a no brainer at the time that you needed to add them to the menu.
1: Yeah, except, except that we didn't want to just because our our depression dogs are so good and so affordable, we wanted to do the same thing with a burger, and we wanted to make sure that we had a great burger for our customers. Mm-hmm. So um, about 11 years ago, my partner and I were sitting at, at an in and out burger in Las Vegas. Uh, by the way, my favorite fast food burger joint at that time. <laughs> and,
0: Yours are better. I got to say yours are better.
1: Yeah, they're great. And, you know, they it's a simple operation, although the operation is not simple, but the product is and fresh, fresh condiments on the burgers, you know, nothing processed. So we thought, you know, if we could merge an in and out burger with um, the concept of smashing down fresh balls of meat on the griddle, we would really have something Mm. special. And, Can you give uh, us the secret
0: yeah. to what makes you so good? I, I got to say, my daughters and I are big fans. Oh, <laughs> big, great! We love, love we love your burgers and fries.
1: Great, great. That's nice to hear. After after loads of research and thousands of calories, we finally. Cr- <laughs> created this burger um we had um <clears throat> we had he we had to find a local butcher um that would be able to do the blend for us and you know we, we we could get the meat fresh every day and um you know we cook it we they're thin they're only three ounce patties yeah so most most people get double cheeseburgers uh, the kids get the singles but the, the the red hot ranch double cheeseburger is is by far our biggest volume item yeah and um and then of course that that was half the battle we had to create a sauce for the burger
0: right oh it's the, the sauce is incredible and and we'll leave it there because i am now you're just making me super hungry Jeff. it is close to lunchtime <laughs> <laughs> it is it is thank you so much again for for joining us jeff Greenfield is the owner of red hot ranch have yourself a good one jeff
1: thank you Bye bye